Hey, so how's your week been, and how do you feel about scented candles? Oh, uh, are you sending me some scented candles? No, I just wondered. You know, you know. I wonder if Simon likes a scented candle. I thought to myself, are they? Um, I've never thought about it. Is the quality of my week, or the uh, yes, the quality of my week and scented candles related? Not necessarily, although perhaps the lighting of a candle lifted your week. I don't know. How do you feel about them? Some people are like, they get them as a gift and then they just leave them in a box and they never open them, they never set fire to them. Some people are like, immediately they go to the charity shop, why would I want that crap in my house? Some people, I am in this last category, burn those motherfuckers down. Do you burn them down? You burn them down regardless regardless of whether or not they're um, to your class taste. I don't think well, I don't, I'm not sure that people give me candles. I think I buy them. Oh, because I've definitely received candles, uh, scented candles, where I've gone, and I've uh, taken a little. I guess this is not really the technical word, but whiff. I've <laughs> taken a little whiff and mm-hmm. um, gone. Ugh. Not for you. Not yes. for your olfactory. Yeah. Okay. But I've definitely bought them. I've bought them and um, yeah. gone. I think these are really. Let's say. Again, tasteful. <laughs> so, uh, so we uh, we get we go out in like early to mid January around all of the oh, and pick up all the old uh... and and pick up all the ones that people have gone. Oh no, that's not for me. You will be surprised. The I mean, like we we got like um, we got one from La Labo, which a Paolo Santa one, which is just I don't know what they are, but yeah. Oh, they're like they're like forty quid candles. That I think really? what happens is rich people buy them for their friends when they come over for Christmas, and then like give them as as, as Christmas presents, and then people are like, ugh, I hate candles, so they just give them away, and we're like two quid for it. Yeah, I'll have that. This is a podcast in which two friends talk about the pleasures, absurdities, and imperfections of being human. I'm Simon Ellis. And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing. Do you know, I, um, speaking of my week, I, uh, I, won, I won a prize this week. Was it a kind of was it was it a scratch card? No, no. Was it? Uh, was it like? Was it? Um, I'm going to keep guessing. Are you are. I've had two glasses of wine. <laughs> was it a Grammy? Did, did do you? Oh, Beyonce was robbed. Um, <laughs> uh... <laughs> I was just about to say the same thing. So I no, I did not. Very win a, talented. I did not win a Grammy. Oh, okay. So not a Grammy. Yeah. Um, not a scratch card. No. Um, so, was it a competition that you entered? Yes. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Did you win a set of electrical scales? Oh, I so wish I had. <laughs> but if I had won a set of electrical scales, what would I have won them for? Oh, like best bread. Oh. No, you know, jump cut to where Simon says, oh, he entered a competition for uh, research photos. Oh. And I won the People's Choice Award Oh, congratulations. Which, That's really good. Which means I just basically emailed everyone and said, vote for me. You didn't email me. Mm. Commentary. 
Oh, right. <laughs> I see. So it was, oh, oh, so it was an, okay, it yeah. wasn't a national prize. Still, got, I don't know. I love that you might have uh, those kinds of tickets on me because I definitely, I, I definitely don't have those tickets on myself. But the 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 particular sting in this tale, which I think Uh-oh. is worth telling the story, yeah. was that um, you know the, I got the email on whatever day it was, Monday, and I said, "Oh, you've made my day." I mean, partly in jest because, of course, it's such a small thing. This is, this is, by the way, this is a photo of me performing being buried in Italy. Okay, just just for everybody, <laughs> when you say performing being buried, what you mean is you were being buried. Yes, but it was in Italy for an audience as part of a performance. Yes, correct. It's important to clarify that that you weren't miming being buried because that people might have the wrong like you know they might have a kind of a massa massa my entire uh, yes well, I'm not talking about my entire oeuvre of mime <laughs> that's an entirely different episode of this particular podcast you were being buried as part alive. of the performance alive yeah. alive oh like cockles and mussels. <laughs> But it's I so guess different talking on a Friday night as opposed to a Saturday morning. <laughs> How many glasses are you in at this point? Are you still doing dry January? <laughs> Depends what the... <laughs> I've never done dry January in my life. Anyway, I'm... Um, well, including the one that's on the table, mm-hmm. I think it's four, but they've been very small. No, they're very small. <laughs> I mean, it's not even half a, half a bottle of wine. Oh, right. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't you horse lips me. That's my... I can't help it. Actually, that wasn't horse lips. I think that was duck lips. This is horse lips. You ready? Okay, so the sting in the tail is they started the week. Oh, you made my week. I won a prize. And And then I had an email from someone else, clearly related, saying, Hi, could you um, just fill in this form? You had to fill in that form to get the prize. Just wait. In order to get paid. Because it's a it was a cash ah. prize, and I had oh. I, I had a you know I mean yeah it was a cash prize and I had a oh. little you know you can do that thing where you can just preview an attachment without looking at it, mm-hmm. and I did that because that's pretty much how I look at attachments. Just in case yeah. anyone's anyone's listening, thinking of sending me emails with attachments, and um, it said uh, student payment, and I went oh. And so I emailed back and said, look, I'm, a, I'm on the payroll. I'm not a student. Uh, that should be fine. And this person got back to me and said, no, we need you to fill in the form. And I said, uh, <laughs> I said I'm said, i sorry. I just don't have time for this. Give it to someone else. And uh, I, so I, my little bit of intransigence slash what is that slash? What's the other side of that slash? I mean, the other, I mean, it, it could be huffery. <laughs> exactly. And so what is it that, uh, you know, God bless Coventry University, but you win a prize and part of the prize is filling in a form. They haven't thought it through, have they? Am I, am I, being, am I being a little bit? Because seriously. <laughs> I mean, the prize is admin. <laughs> The prizes and what second prize? More admin? Like, imagine if you got imagine if you got fourth prize. It would be like an entire day of admin. 
Yeah. So the fourth prize is you've got to design an Excel spreadsheet to explain to people how the monies are going to be defrayed against costs. No. And then fifth prize would be sort of building some kind of Word document, which which is designed as if someone's going to print it out and fill it in by hand. But no. Uh, so yeah, my my sense of my the principle slash intransigence was um, slash huffery. And I and I never heard back. Okay. This person, she, they, doesn't matter. Uh, he didn't um, didn't respond and didn't say I understand. Didn't say we'll find another way to get you the money. We'll get you a I don't know Amazon a gift, gift voucher. voucher. Yeah, huh? iTunes. The total of how much did you say no to? I'm, I know it's crass, but I need to know. Oh, just a thousand pounds. Okay, it was fifty pounds. <laughs> See, this is the this is the thing, isn't it? It's like, at what point is the admin worth? Because <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, for two hundred pounds. But even then, even then, the principle, you know, that's where I, I you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not yeah, proud yeah. of myself. But um. yeah, well, no, it's good. It's good that you've got principles. It's good that you've got standards. I have uh, a deep working class desire for cash, so I'd be <laughs> like, what do you need? Firstborn, not a problem. One of my fingers, okay. You want me to take out who? But how could the, you email the, the one of your fingers? The of the free world, not a problem. I'd scan it. I'd carry it around in my mouth and spit it at them. Whatever they need. 50 quid? Do you know what I could buy with 50 quid? Some candles. You'd <laughs> 25. Super, super oh, reduced so candles. So many candles. So many candles. And, of course, this was the same day. I don't want to bring this up too much because I think we've, I think you and me and Alice have had a, I think we've had enough of this, but the same day as re- receiving an email from my brother going, blah, 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 blah. And um, I'm, all I can see is you all holding your hands out waiting for the money. Oh my gosh. Boy, did that push my buttons, Lee Miller. Is, is that what he said? Mm-hmm. Holy. The thing, okay, I'm not, uh, oh, I've fallen into the trap of having an opinion. I hate myself. <laughs> we, if we didn't have opinions, Lee, we would not have a podcast. Because that's what, that's what podcasts basically are. It's white men having sharing opinions. opinions. It hurts. Oh, it just makes me, yeah. <laughs> I'm sad for you all. I'm sad for you all. Oh, same here. I'm, I'm, I, I actually said to my other siblings, I would. All of it for five more minutes with my mother, all of it. Yeah. Uh, and and I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I so often I asked her, please do not leave us anything. Please spend all this. I mean, you know, we're not we, even talking we, lawyer money either. Let's be clear. But it's never about the money, is it? Mm-hmm. It's about how you were treated when you were six years old. It's about the fact that you weren't loved enough or held enough. Hugged enough. Or... Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's depressing. It, yeah. I think, I think I have dodged a bullet being one of one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you did. But I can just sort of shrug and go, oh, well, they did all these things wrong. That's what it was. Never you didn't get I... more or less than someone oh, no, else. No, I, I, I got exactly the amount I was, I was deserving of. Or yeah, exactly, exactly. But no, the, or not deserving. I mean, comparisons really are odious, and yet in the context of family, they become weaponized. But yes, we have talked about this way too much. So yeah, I won a prize. I won a prize, and then I had to fill in a form, which I didn't fill in. Okay, thank you. Congrats. 
Um, do you have... Because uh, obviously I came in strong with scented candles. You sure did. Um, I wonder... And I'm sure that that is just like, uh, you know, peak midlife thing. <laughs> I've, got, I've got two on right now. I've got two on either side of the fire. It smells gorgeous in here. <laughs> You've got two on? I've got two on. But are they're they the same candle? Oh, okay. They're not. It's not like some weird out of sync stereo pair where you've got a little bit of lavender no. and wine no, no, and I've, some no, roses no, no. in the other. No, I've got stereo. I've got stereo candles for both nostrils. So, uh, uh, I mean, how are you? I've been thinking about you quite a lot today, and um, yeah, just I um okay. The love of my life came home today from. Portugal. From Portugal. Although she came back with uh, a bombshell. Which is that in June she will be spending a month in China. Oh. That's yeah. not because of something I... No. Okay, no, no, that's no, no, different. No. Okay. No, that okay, was that's online. No, this yeah. is as a result of stuff that she's done in the past. But this year they're pivoting from their online summer school to an in-person summer school. And asked her if she would like to go. And she came home and said, I'm not sure if I should do this. And I said, oh, do you want to go to China? Yeah. It's like, well, you should do it then. Because somebody else is going to pay you to go to the other side of the world. They're probably going to put you up for a month. Pay her 50 and... pounds and get her to fill in a form. I've seen the forms that they make you fill in and they are quite onerous. But they are also going to pay for travel and accommodation and a fee. And that's, you know, that's awesome. And how, it is. How, how, that means you've got a... Is that the longest you'll have been apart since you were 19 years old? Yes, I think it will be. Wow. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And how, how do you... I mean, you know, obvious question, but needs to be asked. How do you feel about that? This will be just um, before you turn 50. Fuck, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it's all going on. I hadn't thought about any of these things. Yeah, um, this is serious midlife. This is this is pre mid. I mean, this is midlife. This is premonition. No, anyway, you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, I think I feel excited that Bob's life still yields joy and opportunity that was unplanned for, and I think that mm. um, I am grateful that we can absorb that as a possibility. That without her having to kind of go, oh, I can't go because of X or Y. It's just like, do you want to go? Yeah, then go. There's, there's the, the only decision is is desire. So that's, I mean, I don't think that's quite what I asked, but it's, but it's also lovely. If it were the, if, if it were the other way around, mm. would you? Oh, I have absolutely no interest in going to China. Right. Um, so that wouldn't be a thing that I would want to, to do. Right. But okay. bearing in mind that Bob trained as an acupuncturist for four years, so she has a she has a connection to the culture in a way that I don't. So she trained in traditional Chinese medicine. There's, there's sort of things about Chinese heritage that she's interested in. She spent the last five years um, teaching at least fifty percent of her students yeah, are, from are, are from from mainland China. Um, and so she has relationships with people there and that I, you know, I don't. I've taught mm, four Chinese students in my career, five. And I thought they were all smashing. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, that's that's it. And that was yonks ago. Um, so I think um, it, it's, it, if you were to ask me, would I want to go? Oh, it's difficult. I'm not sure there is a place I would want to go and spend a month. 
that I don't yes, I guess that's what spend. I was. That's what I yeah. was. Oh, uh, in fact, and also away from. Um, the away from. I mean, I think probably what will happen is I will connive to spend some time in China with her. <laughs> connive. Is that with a K or a C? I think it's a C, but, you know, I, I, it's a word I've said rather than written. I don't even know. C-O-N-I-V-E? C-O-N-N. I think it might be. Conniving. It'll be in the show notes. Actually, it won't because yeah. I pretty much stopped doing show notes. Because <laughs> nobody read them. No, I don't know if anyone read them, but um, I just... Couldn't I, be asked. I know. It was it's just about... Lot. It was about efficiency. <laughs> yeah. I, um... Mm. Super exciting yeah. for Bob, isn't it? It's very exciting for Bob, yeah. And uh, but but I, I I would struggle to imagine what would take me away for a month that I would willingly give myself up to. But that's less to do with I'm not wanting to spend a month away from Bob, and more that I don't want to spend a month doing something. <laughs> right. There's you know there, there there's nowhere that I have. Um, yeah, there's nowhere I have an urge to travel to mm. Mm. in that way. I, I, but I think it's I'm I'm same here actually. Mm. I have to say, I'm quite reactive. I'm I'm not very bucket listy. You know, people say, "Oh, what do you want to do before you die?" It's like mm, I don't know, live. <laughs> Seems like a good idea. <laughs> I want to live right up until the point I die. Yeah, that's my plan: is to just live until I die. Mm. Grand Canyon, I don't know. It's not something that is, oh, but it would be so spectacular. I'm sure it would be. But I I don't, I, it's not like I wouldn't then find myself awestruck by, by, its, by its majesty. It's just not something that I'm thinking, I would like to do that. Now, if I was in the US and somebody said, let's go to the Grand Canyon, I'd be like, yeah, let's do that. Because that's a different thing, isn't it? It's, it's... Yes, you're not going there to do that thing. Exactly. I didn't quite, I never, the bucket list idea never really kind of, yeah. I mean, I used to keep a list <laughs> um, while I was doing my PhD of things to do after my PhD, which I think I've told you about. But that, I don't, I don't get, I never really understood that whole, you know, I a list of things I want to do in my life, which is what it is, right? Yeah, ab absolutely. And I think that it becomes a sharper list for people who have a terminal uh, diagnosis, obviously. Sure. And and thankfully, I'm not in that position. So, Do you think you would if you, let's say, hypothetically, <sighs> and that you, had, you were given six months to live or three months uh, to well, live? If I was given three months to live, it wouldn't be I need to do this, 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 and this. It no would, grand canyon. Stop doing that. Yeah. You know, it would be about stopping doing things, not starting doing things. I would stop going to work. I would, you know, delete all my emails. I would. But, um, but, but what would you do? Why would you? What would you be stopping those things in order to do? Ah. Okay. To have one very long weekend. <laughs> So we, I would walk. I would go out for dinner. I would visit friends. I would go to art galleries. I'd go and watch shows and films. I would lie in parks underneath trees. I would go on ferries. I would go on bike rides. I, I would do all of the things that I do at the weekend. Mm. 
I'd just live a weekend, just a really long one. So there, nothing would be have to be different. You wouldn't have to go. Okay, I must do this now. No, I wouldn't want anything to be different. I really love my life, especially your weekend life. I love my work life. It's just I, I, I wouldn't. I don't want to die in the saddle in that way. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It feels yeah, that yeah. feels a bit. Um, I feel like that would be. Oh, I mean, it would just be such a nightmare for everybody who worked with you. I know people. Uh, people come to mind who did that. Who, uh, as you say, died in the saddle. They knew they were, you know, terminal yeah, illness. And, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm super. I, I totally, I totally understand why that gives. You know, that might give structure or something to 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 a to a life, especially a life that's in kind of in in. To think of the right word, God, it challenges the people around you in a very specific way. Hey, I've been, um, I started watching War and Peace last night on the BBC from 2016. Was it good? It's really quite a period drama, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's almost the very definition thereof. Yeah, it's um, why is it that the women fall for the just the worst guys? Like that's that was the limit of Leo. Is it Leo Tolstoy? The mm-hmm. the limit of Leo Tolstoy's imagination was that women fell for the creepy, uh, horrible men, not the nice men. That's what I'm getting from it. <laughs> It's well. It's really interesting. It's John Hughes. (laughs) I've got a PhD student who is writing about the idea of fan fiction, Mm. and she's writing about, particularly in 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 computer gaming, the idea of of writing about fan fictions about computer games. Really interesting territory. Yeah. And she reminded me of something that I, I, I already know about, which is the idea of the Mary Sue. Have you come across this concept? Mary Sue. Was that that film? Was it a film? Is it from a film? No. Okay. No, 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 no. I don't know. So it, it comes out of early Star Trek fan fiction. Okay. And so there's Lieutenant Mary Sue, who turns up at the Ent- on the Enterprise, and she's beautiful. She is, uh, she's intelligent, like so intelligent uh, that she kind of makes Spock look stupid. She can solve problems that nobody else can solve. <laughs> and so, so she becomes like a, she becomes a cliche and a joke within fan fiction. And it becomes a critique of a particular type of fan based writing. And then when, the notion of the self-insert, where people effectively write themselves into the story. Of fan fiction. They write themselves uh, yeah, into it. Yeah, yeah, they write themselves. Wow, in, and wow, then, wow. Then, Human beings are amazing. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. But they write themselves like a Mary Sue. So they become really yeah. capable. And, yeah. 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 But what I find quite interesting is it's, it's, it's obviously a Mary Sue. It's an incredibly gendered construct. It's a very gendered critique. And the description of the Mary Sue effectively describes every male hero you have ever fucking come across. Really? So I think, yeah, it's like, it's it's Jack Reacher, it's Luke Skywalker, it's Iron Man, it's all of those people. It's all of those people that you just go, huh, 
the thing that you are saying, stupid, illiterate female fans, right? Because they're too stupid to understand how real writing works is exactly how professional writers are constructing men. So I think when you say, why is it gotcha. that women in in War and Peace fall for creepy fuckers? It's because, well, probably there's a bit of self-insertion going there. You know, Tolstoy's going, well, I know I'm a creepy fucker with a big old beard and nobody wants to bang me, but hey, look at these hotties on a train. Yeah, but- <laughs> you know what I mean? I think episode five is called... Hotties on a train. Hotties on a train. 